Well, welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to Starting the Conversation, episode number 120, and I'm your host, Alice Benham. I just wanted to start by saying a huge thank you to those who gave last week's episode a positive reception. As usual, I really enjoyed giving you an even more raw and honest insight into both what's going on in my business right now and also how I work with my teammate, Emily. I'm really glad you guys felt the same way and enjoyed that new format. So I'm very much looking forward to sharing more of that episode style moving forward. Now on to today's episode where I'm gonna be talking about how we build out a digital strategy in our business. Now, I don't know about you, but I hear those words digital strategy and slightly just wanna be sick within my mouth because I feel intimidated by those words. I remember the first time when I started my business four or five years ago, someone said to me, Alice, you need to create a digital strategy for us. I just froze up because those words put together feel really intimidating to me. And I hear it a lot where when we see on a list, you know, things to do when you start a business or things to make sure you have digital strategy, people just look at that and go, okay, but what does that mean? That feels like it has a lot of pressure attached to it. That feels like something that's quite scary and intimidating. But through this episode, I just wanna walk you through how actually your digital strategy is just about the plan that you have for the way that your business is gonna show up and grow online. When we talk about digital, what we're really talking about there is your online presence. And again, to drill that down a step further, when we talk about your online presence, we're just talking about all the different elements of where you show up online. So your online presence is made up of things like your Pinterest, your website, your email marketing, your podcast, your Instagram account. And then when we go to that second word strategy, when we take away the kind of shiny corporate pressurized side of that word, what we're really talking about is a plan. So when we say the word digital strategy or we hear the word digital strategy, I want us to reframe that into, okay, I know that sounds intimidating, but all that really is, is a plan for the way that my business is gonna show up online. Now, when it comes to having a digital strategy or that aforementioned plan, I'm afraid to say there is no one size fits all. Now, I'm the first to say I would love if there was because my job would be a whole lot easier, but actually maybe I wouldn't love it because it would be quite boring and I'd be saying the same things all the time. But as each of our businesses are so unique and so different, so is the way that we need to show up online. But with that being said, I would say from the amount of businesses that I've coached and obviously my own business that I run and work within, I do notice a very common structure showing up, which helps us just to give an initial plan to that digital strategy. Now, obviously within this episode, I cannot speak to every single element of that strategy, but what I can do is give you my thoughts on what our overall online presence should look like and how we begin to understand the role that each of those different moving parts, like our website, like our blog, like our email marketing, play a role in building that strategy. So when it comes to anything like this, the place that you always wanna start is what is the purpose of this? If we are talking about building out this plan for your online presence, what does your online presence exist to achieve? And for every single one of our businesses, the purpose of our online presence should be to grow our businesses by selling what we do. So if you're a service-based business, great. The purpose of your online presence is to sell your service. If you are product-based, guess what? It's the same, but with a product in there instead. 
Now, of course, there are some businesses where maybe this is slightly different. Say you're a charity. Okay, the end goal for you might be to raise awareness for something or to grow your volunteer list or to gain donations. It's gonna look different for every single business, but you always wanna start with what is the purpose here? And this is something that I do for almost every single business activity that I walk myself through. We always should start with why, because when we're clear on why we're doing something and we know that that why is important to us and to what we want to do, then we can make sure that everything we're doing as a result of that lines up with it and gets us closer to it. I see so many people showing up online without an overall purpose. And honestly, if you don't have an end goal, you're just making noise. So you always want to start with what is the purpose here? So we know that the purpose of our online presence is to sell what we do, great. Now that we've got that, building a strategy for our online presence is just about looking at how different platforms and different elements of our online presence play a role in that end purpose. No one thing within your online presence is gonna meet that purpose. They all have a different role to play. And I think a lot of the time we make life harder for ourselves by not just allowing the different elements of our online presence, like our website versus our social media, to play their own role. We want things to do everything. But actually our platforms are at their best when we allow them to play a very specific part in working towards that end goal. It's like a puzzle, you know, one piece of the puzzle doesn't get you the picture. But if every single piece is playing their part in creating the picture, then guess what? You end up with the picture. Very basic analogy, but you get what I mean. So the place that I want us to start with looking at our online presence is the overall structure of things. So now we know the purpose, we're looking at the practical. And a structure that I really believe in, really love, always promote within my business and the businesses that I work with is a structure where you have your website sitting at the center of everything. So we kind of want to imagine it like a spider's web where you have a central point and then lots of different spokes and lines feeding towards that central point and also connecting with each other. When we think of that spider's web as our online presence, what we're thinking of is how our website sits at the very center of that and how all of our platforms and all of the other places that we show up online play a role in pointing people towards it. I'm gonna say that again. We wanna see the structure of our online presence where our website sits at the center, where every other platform that we show up on, every other thing that we create works towards the website and is focusing on sending traffic to your website. That's what we're looking at here is traffic. So when we start with that central point, the website, we wanna make our websites work really hard as that central point and really the hub of our business. Now, the reason why I think it makes sense to have your website at the center here is because when it comes to a website, you have complete control. You have the possibility with a website to create this hub where you can say whatever you want, however you want, in whatever order and format and layout as you want about your business. You do not get that with social media where there's algorithms and structures that you have to fit into. So it makes total sense to utilize this platform where you can really create whatever you want. And when I say whatever you want, what that should really be is a total reflection of your business. Hopefully for the majority of us, we would recognize that our website is the place where things become effective, AKA it's where people can take that end action. 
So it makes total sense that if the end goal of our online presence is to get people to buy something, take action, click a button, book in, whatever it may be, and our website is the place where that thing happens, we wanna make sure that everything is pointing people towards that website. Now our websites should not just be about facilitating people taking action. It shouldn't just be a place where I can get your email address to get in touch or buy your product or subscribe to your thing. It should also be a place where I can find out everything I might want or need to know about your business. Like I said, with websites, we are not constricted by an algorithm. We can present information in a super creative and actually really dense way. You can say a lot on a website and it still look great. So use that to your advantage by creating a website that really just says all the basic and very essential stuff about your business. I always think a good kind of litmus test of whether we're confident that our websites are effective is if I met you at an event and we had 20 seconds to chat, but I was really interested in what you did, would you feel confident sending me to your website after that event to go and find out more? If I was stood in front of you for another five minutes and you had that five minutes to fully educate me on what your business is about, on what you sell, on who it's for, on what your mission is, on what your values are, on how I can take action, would you feel confident that your website is doing that same work? And my prediction is that most of us, when we're asked that question go, "Mm, probably not because so often I see us treating our websites like this ticker box activity. You know, we see it on a list of things to do to start a business, create a website, great. We put this very static thing up, never edit it, never do anything with it, never really point people towards it. And really in doing that completely underutilize what that platform could do. So if you haven't got the gist by now, I'm really passionate that we can make our websites work hard for us. And when our websites are sat at the center of that spider's web, at the center of our online presence, they can be a really effective tool in not only allowing people to take action and doing that end thing of buying or opting in, but also in acting as a hub where people can find out all of the information that they might need or want to know about your business. So if our website is at that central point, like I said, all of our other platforms are about pointing people towards it. Really, the purpose of each of those other platforms, whether that be social media, email marketing, your blog, your podcast, your YouTube channel, should be about driving traffic towards that website. When we see the website as that central point, as the place where things become effective, as the place where that end purpose is met, The purpose of all of our other platforms should be about getting people to go to our website. But obviously that's not the only purpose that our other platforms serve. They need to have a purpose within themselves in order for people to want to connect with them. So what we do when we then build out this kind of outer edge to our online presence is look at all of those different moving parts and understand both how they fit together, but also how they stand out. So more often than not, there's kind of three categories to your other platforms, which would be social media, email marketing, and long form content. So kicking off with social media, you know, that's your Instagrams, your Facebooks, your Twitters, your LinkedIn's, you know the drill. More often than not, social media is at its best when it's existing to connect and to serve. Selling via social media, getting people to take financial action via social media is tough. 
Like I said, we don't want to expect our platforms to do all of the work within themselves. So if the end goal of our social media is to get people to our website, we then want to understand how they're playing a role in getting people initially connected to our business, serving those people to a point where they're interested, and then just acting as that kind of common and ongoing connection point that people can have after they've bought with us, whilst they're buying with us, or maybe just whilst they're still thinking about it. Now I'd say with this category of social media, you wanna be really clear with yourself of what platforms are actually worth my time. The only social media that my business shows up on is Instagram. Now could I probably find quote unquote success by using Facebook? Sure. Could I probably try out using Twitter as well? Absolutely. The test of should I show up on a platform shouldn't just be could this platform work for me. It should be this is the platform that's really going to give me the most back for what I'm going to put into it. Now if I had tons more time and energy in my business, I probably would look to diversify the social media platforms that I'm on and build on more than just Instagram. However, with the time and energy and content that I do have, it's more effective for me to put all of that into Instagram than to try and show up on all of these different platforms and actually not really give any of them justice. It's the question of, do you wanna show up on four platforms pretty averagely or one platform really, really well? And truthfully, you're only gonna find that out by trying out different platforms and seeing what does and doesn't work for you. But I just wanna encourage you, don't feel the pressure to show up everywhere. Trust your gut, trust the fact that you know your business best. Just because someone else says you need to be there or you need to be doing this or you see other people showing up on various places, you are the best person to decide whether a platform is gonna be good for your business. So when you're thinking about social media, allow yourself to keep it simple. Again, just take it back to the question of here, am I trying to show up in four different places and probably actually doing it quite badly? Or should I just allow myself to put the blinkers on, show up on one or two platforms, but allow those one or two platforms to be full of content, really intentional, and also a place where my ideal client or customer really is showing up. So that's our social media. That's kind of one arm to the other content within our online presence. And again, purpose of those is to get people to your website. Another arm and another platform to be on definitely for me would be email marketing. Now, this isn't one that I hear talked about too much and I completely get it. It doesn't feel like the most shiny or the most exciting platform or part of our online strategy. But let me tell you, it can be so effective if you utilize it in the right way. Social media is fantastic. I love that I have thousands of people at my fingertips who I'm connected to. However, social media is not built on our ground. Mark Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg, is that how you say it? I don't know. He, that man, you know who I'm talking about, could turn around tomorrow and decide that he wants to change the way that his platforms work. It wouldn't be a surprise to me if that happened. We've seen it happen in the past with algorithm shifts. So if I'm building purely on borrowed ground, I'm building an online presence that has a real lack of sustainability and security to it. One of the reasons that I love email marketing is because it's fully yours. Really the only algorithm that you have to fight is spam filters. And once you've got through them, you get to decide who sees your content, when they see it and how they see it. There are no algorithms that you have to put your content into. Things are on your ground and the audience are in your control too. 
you know, even if MailChimp goes down tomorrow, I still have a copy of all of the people that are in my mailing list. So if by any chance that platform does change, I can still access my audience and I'm not putting that control into someone else's hands. Email marketing is different to social where it's more of a sustainable and long-term platform. It is not gonna give you overnight success. It is not gonna give you sales two hours after you've started it. Heck, social media very rarely does that anyway. It's a long game. But let me tell you, it's a long game that when you really do it right, when you see email marketing as a space to serve before you sell, when you use it to kind of create this really intimate connection point with your audience, let me just tell you, it will end up being something that works so hard for you. Because like I said, it not only brings a sustainable arm to your digital strategy, but it also just gives you the space where you can speak to your audience in a really different way as to how you might speak to people via something like social media. So alongside social media, email marketing is a really important part of that digital strategy. And then the final part of our digital strategy, again, all of this thinking about pointing towards our website, making out that kind of outer rim, as you might say, of the spider's web, is our long form content. Now, when I say long form content, what I mean by that is your blog, your podcast, your YouTube videos, really anything that's bigger than an Instagram caption or a Twitter post um, and generally is housed again on another platform. Now, again, this is an element to our digital strategy. We want to be clear about the purpose that this serves. More often than not, I see us using long form content to complement our social media content. So to feed into what we're sharing there and primarily to really add value and serve people. You have the capacity within a piece of long form content, as the name suggests, is long, to really go into depth with things. So more often than not, when you're understanding the role that your long form content has to play, you wanna think about how you can use it to really serve and connect. I would definitely say within my business, my long form content is one of the biggest things that grows my audience because it's often on topics that are widely searched or widely asked by my ideal client. So when it's presented to them, it gives them quite an easy into my business because I'm answering a question that they have. Again, the purpose of long form content is just to act as this touch point that then sends people to your website, but it still has a purpose within itself. And that's a really clear thing to touch on here. When we zoom out on our digital strategy, when we look at all of those outside things that are feeding towards our website, our social media, our email marketing, and our long form content, we wanna be really, really clear on the purpose that each of those platforms serve. If there is muddy water or blurred lines, you might say, between each of those platforms and what goes where, let me tell you, you are gonna make life hard for yourself. A good digital strategy is one that has maybe less elements to it, but really clear purposes to each of those elements. For example, within my business, a problem that I've had with my podcast for the last couple of months, the podcast you're listening to right now, is that it feels quite blurred with my video content. I was finding it really hard to figure out what goes on the podcast and what goes on video. And that wasn't just affecting me, it was also affecting my audience's capacity to really get those platforms and to really understand them and get connected with them. 
if there is not a clear purpose to your audience of each platform, you're gonna make it really hard for them to understand which they should be connecting with and ultimately to then recommend your platforms and what you share to others. And that's a really important point to touch on as we zoom out on your overall digital strategy and look at how each of those individual elements are playing their role. Of course, the end purpose of those individual platforms is to point people towards our website, but they all need to have a really clear value within themselves. If there is not clarity for you between how each of those different platforms and pieces of content differentiate, you're not only making it way harder for yourself to plan and create content, but you're also making it really difficult for your audience to understand why they might wanna connect with you on different platforms. In an ideal situation, you want people connected to every single element of that spider's web. That is when your online presence is gonna be at its best. And it's only gonna be that way if it's clear to people why they might wanna connect with various platforms. And the best way to do that is really just to ask yourself the question of what is the value that I'm giving here? All of those outside elements, whether it be your email marketing or your YouTube channel or your Twitter account is really about giving value. So be really clear with yourself on the value that each of those different platforms are giving and the different ways that they do that. It's also worth thinking here how each of those outside platforms connect with each other. Now this is when it can get quite intricate because when we look at a spider's web, those outside elements aren't just feeding into that central point, which in this scenario is your website, but they're also connecting with each other. So when we look at everything as a whole, we don't just wanna understand all the individual platforms and the role that they play, but we also wanna understand how they link in with each other. In terms of turning this podcast episode that you're listening to into action, I would encourage you off the back of this to list out all of the places that you show up online, get it down on a piece of paper into that spider's web format, and really just force yourself to get clear on how are each of those different platforms, number one, playing their role in moving people towards your website and ultimately getting them to take action and buying, and number two, How are you using that platform to really give value so that it's clear to people and clear to you about how they all differentiate and how they all serve a slightly different purpose whilst ultimately still working towards the same end goal? So where do you go from here? Well, aside from doing that next step of now kind of zooming out on your digital strategy, and hopefully now that I've made it a little bit simpler to understand what that actually means, begin to just bring a bit more of a plan to that. I have got something coming up which might be a fit for you if some elements of what I've talked through feel a bit unclear. Without a doubt, the two biggest topics within what I've just spoken about that contain the most question marks for people are number one websites and number two email marketing. So in line with that, within July, I'm gonna be hosting two different workshops on those topics. Those are things that I find almost every single business owner could understand more about and use to be working harder for them. So if that feels like the position that you're in, then within July, I'm gonna be teaching everything I know about what it looks like 
like to really harness the power of those platforms. If you are listening to this episode before Wednesday, the 1st of July, you can click the link in the show notes to get on the wait list and first access to the tickets. But if you're listening to this episode after that point, and obviously the workshops haven't happened yet, you can click that link to go and find a space and book your tickets if there are any left. I will say this is the last time that I'm gonna be teaching these topics in a live format with space for Q&A and also personalized feedback from me afterwards. So if those two elements, whether it be one of them or both of them, feel like something that you might want a bit more support with, then definitely go and check those out. And I just wanted to mention as well that moving forward, these style episodes where really I'm delivering a lot of expertise in quite a focused way, is gonna move more into my video content. I'm practicing what I preach by making sure that this podcast and my video content feel really clear in their separate purposes. So this podcast is gonna go back to its conversational style with a mix of chats between me and other business owners and also me and Emily. And then my YouTube channel is gonna be more the space where the kind of Q&A style expertise content goes. So I will leave a link to my YouTube channel in the show notes so that you can make sure if you enjoy this style of episode to go and subscribe and not miss out on those. But that is it for another episode. I hope you found this interesting. I hope you feel less overwhelmed by the idea of building out a digital strategy. I'll be back in your ears next Monday with another conversation. So until then, I hope you have the best week. Music